Now, News Talk Radio, CJAD 800 gives you Solo in the City with Cheryl Vesner. Everybody, Cheryl Besner, your love coach and your matchmaker. Once again, Solo in the City is here for you. And tonight, it really is all about you. Because we're going to do the whole show about Ask Cheryl, other than a little dating news, actually. And to help me tonight, I am so happy to be welcoming back a partner in crime, or maybe I should say in love. Yes. You all know her as the morning show girl with Andrew Carter who brings you the weather every day of the week, Era Melinda Beaucaire. Whoop, whoop. Sorry. <laughs> I just handed it. Whoop, whoop. I am, I am thrilled to be back. I, uh, I, I, love, I love the show. Um, I have learned so much since I've been working with you, Cheryl. We I, learned from each other, We actually. learned from each other. But, you know, it's, it's interesting. Uh, dating, to me, before I met you, was always something that happened to other people. And, <laughs> you know, I wasn't really thinking about it in terms of what I wanted. And I think that's one of the things, one of the most important things, you know, and... and uh, uh, boy, we have a, a cornucopia of a lot of people with a lot of questions and a lot of issues. But, you know, if if you want to be happy in life, what I've learned, you know, and we've talked about this, is you've got to be happy with yourself first. It all starts from there. And you also have to be honest. Mm-hmm. And you also can't judge. And also leave the expectations at the door. Exactly, with the shoes. And no assumptions. Because you know what? I'm seeing more and more people, especially when they start communicating in the dating world, they start making assumptions. Well, I I think he's saying this or I think she's saying that. This is what she means. And you know what? They're not asking the questions. And the questions, when they're asked, get the answers. Otherwise, you don't really know. You know what I find, too? It's funny because people say, well, I don't want to ask that question, whatever it is, because I don't want to hurt that person's feelings. But what happens when you don't ask that question, whatever it is, um, are you cheating? Do you have a drinking problem? Is there somebody else? You know, if you let that question just sort of simmer in the background, then you begin, you, you're, you, it affects you and it affects them, too, because then it becomes sort of a passive aggressive thing. Whereas if you're, if you're, and don't be angry, but you have to say, I have to ask these questions. When you ask the questions and you get the answers, then you can move forward. Or if they refuse to give the answer, that's an answer as well. Well, the other thing is, you know, we'll see by a lot of the questions that are coming tonight is a lot of the things that people want to know, they are afraid to ask for or get the answers to because sometimes you don't necessarily like what the answers might be. But the fact is, if you're going to get a specific kind of answer, for instance, A lot of people talk to me about the fact that they go on a first date and they find out after the third or fourth that the person that they've been going out with is married. And one woman that I was dealing with, she said, I can't believe that this gentleman didn't tell me. And I said, did you ever ask if he was married? And she said, no, I just assumed. And I went, there you have it. And there you have it. And there you have it. And speaking of, you know, um, being married and cheating, um, let's get to a little bit of dating news before we just jump in to this entire night all about your questions, because that's what we're here to answer. Um, But tonight, I did want to talk about something that's going on, and um, it's about Ashley Madison. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah, well, okay. So if you remember around 2015, a big thing happened because Ashley Madison, by the way, is a dating site for those of you who don't know. And it was a site that you could go on to to meet 
other married people and to have an affair. <laughs> That's always good. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what happened was this this dating site that was owned by uh, Avid. It was Avid Media. They actually got hacked. Uh oh. Yeah, and the hackers were really against the site. So what they did was they they threatened to start putting out the emails. They actually were able to hack the site and get all the emails of the people who were buying into this monthly, um, you know, monthly fees dating site to meet other married people. And the name started to come out because Avid wouldn't shut down the site. And it became this huge mess, not only for the company, but more so for the people who were on the site. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so it got bought over and kind of rebranded again. And by the way, this company also owns other sites. For instance, Cougar Life, which is a site where older women can meet younger men, mm-hmm. or younger men meet older women, whichever way the, the contact goes. <laughs> <laughs> and um, then also, for instance, they have uh, a cheat site, which is the Ashley Madison. Okay. And um, <laughs> they have a whole litany of different things that were sugar all daddy uh, sites. Sugar daddy sugar was baby one. Sites. Well, the sugar daddy is for older men with younger women, mm-hmm. and uh, they've rebranded it now, and okay. they call it Ruby Life. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, um, but it's back out there again. And one of the things that they were talking about uh, in this article um, that was from the Observer, they were they were talking about the fact that earlier this year, for instance, Netflix did a short documentary on okay. the Ashley Madison. Did you read about that? Yeah, I did. And uh, boy, there was one of the things that surprised me the most is that the company was using bots, which are sophisticated software that chats and masquerades as a real user. So many clients weren't actually communicating with real people at all. I, that's that's the weirdest part. Blow is my how, mind. How, how do you actually meet people that are not even there? But what it did was it seduced people to want to keep buying into this site, even if they're not meeting them, which, which actually is kind of strange because the whole thing about a dating site is to meet other people. We're talking tonight, by the way, about your questions here on Solo in the City on CJD 800, and we're going to get to a lot of these questions. And um, I'm thinking that maybe we should address one right now because Let's I, I want to get to it. Okay? All right. So um, you want to start off with one, Ira? Sure. Let me just go into the mailbag here. (laughs) A lot of letters. Okay, here we go. Uh, Let's start off with this. Dear Cheryl, I am 24 years old, and I've had two-year relationships, two two two-year relationships since I was 17. I broke up with the last guy a year ago because he was too possessive and jealous and have been single ever since. I've tried online dating, but have often found the guys to be not quite as advertised. Ah, the Pinocchio syndrome. Yeah. Yeah. So my friends of SARD started to set me up on blind dates, but most of the guys so far have not even been close to my wheelhouse in what I would like to date. I don't want to say that these guys are undateable, but seriously, Cheryl, how can your friends set you up with guys they wouldn't even consider dating? (laughs) I was wondering if you had advice or tips to give my friends or anyone who wants to play matchmaker, and that's from Ellen. Well, Ellen, um, I can give tips to your friends, but I can also give a tip to you. What questions are you asking when your friends offer to set you up with somebody? Because, again, you know, this is what we've been talking about from the beginning of the show. It's when we start communicating, what 
do we know about the person asking the right questions? So if they're saying to you, and I, I know how you're feeling, because I remember a friend once years ago when I was recently divorced said, I'd like to introduce you to somebody. And I said, what do we have in common? And they went, well, you're single. He's single. And I was like, Perfect. that is the, like, it does not a marriage make here, <laughs> no. right? So, so Ellen, ask the questions, you know, don't be shy. Say, listen, guys, I really appreciate this, but can you tell me what you think we have in common? And if they can't give you those things, that's when you knowing your values and the things that you want in a relationship come in handy. So the first step, Ellen, is for you to establish that. What are your values, lifestyles, and goals? Make that mental note for yourself to ask those questions. And when I say mental note for yourself, it's for you to ask those questions, but first write them down. Really take time to evaluate who you are, how you want to live, and the final outcome. And then make sure you ask those questions. And don't forget that first date should be a 45-minute rule. So the other part is go out, have a lot of first dates, but make them short. You never know that person might have a, a, another person for you to meet. So there's your advice. Uh, Era, we're going to do a lot more of these, Ooh, right? Yeah. And we're also going to find out how you can win date night <gasps> out. Yeah, we're going to be drawing the winner very soon. And this week, it's to Maestro Sibuplet on Saint Laurent. You're listening to Solo in the City on CJAD 800. Tonight's show all about answering your questions. This is Solo in the City with Cheryl Besner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. Hi, everybody. Cheryl, your matchmaker and your love coach here on Solo in the City. And tonight's show, I am being joined by Era Melinda Boker. Era, we're doing the Ask Cheryl show tonight. And and I love this. And, you know, I'm, I I love it when people ask questions. And, you know, uh, if, you're, if you're just tuning in now, you can catch any part of this on SoundCloud. Uh, we had a letter before from a woman who was sort of complaining that her friends didn't uh, didn't they set her up <laughs> they on blind vet. dates? They yeah, didn't they, they vet. Didn't vet. Yeah. So it's all about asking the questions, but it's also about honesty. And I think this next ask Cheryl is all about the honesty. Dear Cheryl, I have a great girlfriend, and we have a lot in common, and have a great time together. We've been dating for three months, but I have an unusual problem, and I don't know how to approach her on this. I cannot stand the smell of her favorite perfume. It's overwhelming, it makes me nauseous, and it actually gives me headaches. Unfortunately, she just loves it, and she has the perfume, the cologne, the body lotion, the powder, <laughs> the soap, the shower gel, and the shampoo. On the odd occasion, she doesn't wear it, like at the gym, or if we're out running or cycling, I'm in heaven. I Swear her sweat smells better than her perfume, and to make it worse, her friends and her friends and family oh no give her gift sets of the stuff on Christmas and birthdays. She has enough of this perfume to last to Armageddon. How <laughs> how can how can I tell her that I love her, but I hate one of her favorite things? And that's from Alan. Alan, that's a toughie. And actually, no, it's not. No, because no, because here's the thing. Perfume does not a person make, okay? okay? It's something, it's like an accessory. And and there are things that we can change about our accessories. We can't change who we are, right. you know, for somebody else, but we can change certain things like that. Now, you're saying, Alan, that you love her. And I'm assuming then, even though I don't like the word assume, but I'm going to go with an assumption that she loves you back. When you love somebody, you want to make them happy. 
you want the best for them. You don't want them sick. You don't want them having headaches. And it sounds like you haven't told her about this on any level. No. No. So here's the thing. You have to just tell her honestly. Because the fact is you're going to have a lot of different things throughout this relationship and that are going to come up. And you're going to have to be able to communicate these things to her. And it's about sitting down and saying, listen... I love you, especially now. Like yeah. you're, 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 you know, he's throwing you're, it. You're out throwing there. it out there. You love this woman. Say, listen, I have to tell you something. I love you. I love every bit about you. There's one thing that I haven't been able to tell you, and I have to tell you now, because I know that this is something that is important to me. And then just tell her. Say. I really have a hard time with your perfume. I don't know if you've ever noticed that I have an issue a lot with, with smells and I do get headaches. Whatever is your truth, because I don't know whether you, right. you're, you're regularly getting these headaches. But tell her, because she will want to make you happy. And she's probably going to feel very bad that you've been spending all this quality time together for these three months, yet... You have had constant headaches. I'm sure she's going to really say, I'm so sorry. And then take her and say, listen, I know you have all of these products. Can we go choose something together? See, that's sweet. Yeah. And, and then offer to things. replace it. Yeah. It becomes, it becomes something that you can do together. And it's something that you choose together. You know, you choose restaurants together. You can choose vacations together. You eventually might choose where to live together. Choosing something that's personal, but that also affects the couple is a very important thing. So Alan, really go tell her, don't waste another beautiful evening out together or Aww. beautiful walk in the park. Go smell the roses and smell her and uh, enjoy your couplehood. Well, that's a fairly... Perfume's easy, but this this, <laughs> this next one is not so easy. And I, I really, I feel for this guy because I've actually been there in a relationship. And, and these questions are all your questions here today on CJAD 800. We're here to solve all your dating dilemmas. So what is it, Era? Well, this is from Edward, and he says he's been dating, I guess, his girlfriend for the past three years. They're university graduates. They're practicing lawyers. They live in a condo. They've been talking marriage. Now, he says everything's been great until about six months ago when Lisa began to display what I can only describe as anxiety attacks. Small things seemed to get to her and little things became great big problems really fast. She's also started to drink a lot and most weekends she is drunk by early evening, whether we are alone or out with friends. I've been very supportive and suggested therapy, but that just makes her angry. 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 Yeah. She says she's been going through a rough patch and will even out soon. Now, Edward says, I've been thinking about staging an intervention with family and friends because I am at a loss of how to help anymore. Sometimes I just want to end it because she gets really verbally abusive, but I do love her. How can I save her and this relationship? And that's from Edward. Okay. So first of all, Edward, you can't save somebody. They have to save themselves. And one person alone can't save a relationship. At different times of a relationship, somebody steps forward and sometimes has to nurture the relationship a little bit more than the other because we do go through ups and downs in those relationships. And, and the beauty of people who really have strong relationships is the other person um, who's feeling that the other person needs some support knows to go and step in and give that support. That's your role as a partner is to be there to support that person, but you can't 
Saver. Now you've been together for three years, I think he said, right? Yeah.、Um, and and you've gone through a lot because you both are university gra- graduates and practicing lawyers, and I'm assuming that is very taxing on on a couple.、Mm-hmm. If it's of recent, maybe there is something going on, and maybe the way in which you're being supportive can be. You know, tried another way, and that's by sitting down and saying, "Listen, I too am having trouble in this couple right now, and I don't know how to support you." It could be that you might want to go and discuss it with one of her good friends or one of your shared friends. I don't think a divine intervention, you know, where six people、yeah. sit down in a room, is going to be、um, the answer to your problems. But I do think that you have to. You know, have a very open and honest answer、um, uh, conversation, conversation with her to try and get some of the answers and really work with her. And you know, at the same time, remember what you can fight for is the love that you feel. You know, and the love and the relationship that you want. But obviously, something has triggered this, and maybe just you know. Talking about marriage triggered something for her. Maybe there's something going on in that. What do you think, Era? I think that 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 obviously three years in the last six months. So it could be something at work. It、yeah. could be something personal that she's really scared about. I do know because I've had personal experiences, unfortunately, dealing with alcoholics, and I know that for immediate help for him because that's a hard one. Drinking is、yeah, hard. Th- I, that was the next point I was going to. Al-Anon, get to, is, Al-Anon is a lifesaver. Yeah. Yeah, so that was that was the one thing I do think Alanon and and maybe if you go together and if not, by the way, Alanon, if she won't go and you really want to have the, a relationship with this person and think it might be temporarily, you can go to Alanon and you can find、um, how you can best support somebody who might you might be seeing having a drinking problem. Now I know that, like I guess there's people at home going, "Well, this is great," but how can how can people get in touch with you? Like, if they do, they call you?、Uh, of course, of course. Well, everybody everybody has been、uh, sending in their emails, emails to info at solointhecity dot tv. You can also always get me on Facebook, and don't forget, I have a one eight hundred number. It's eight four four. Seven four four solo, and that number is available to you twenty four hours a day. I always get back to everybody within twenty four hours. Rain, shine, weekday, weekend. That is my promise to you. So definitely reach out to me when you need. So let's ask more、uh, questions. Do we have a? Oh yeah, I have something I've, else we can actually.、Do? I have a goodie here as、okay. a, a young lady, Teresa. She's been divorced for two years now, and she's ready to start dating again. Now her marriage ended because her husband and her were too different. She says we were attracted to each other's differences at the beginning, but then that old opposites attract became. Unattractive. Yeah, doesn't really work. The opposites attract. <laughs> He was shy and introverted, and she liked social events, and she liked to try things like dancing. She said that she really loves people. She loves gallery opens and theater premieres, and she loves to dance. So here's what she's saying: I was thinking of trying to go for some tango lessons or ballroom dancing lessons with meetup. I'm worried though, and this sounds silly, about the instant close contact with strangers. My girlfriend went to tango night and said the guys pretty much glue themselves to you. How do you maneuver on a close contact event like this, Cheryl? But send out the signal that you're just trying this out. I just want to dance and see what's there, and that's from Teresa. And Teresa, I got to tell you, I went to a dance one night, one night, and the guy was so close I could tell exactly what he was feeling. If you catch my 
Drake. And Teresa, I'm going to answer your questions and everybody else's here tonight on Soul in the City on CJAD 800. And I'm also going to tell you how you can win Date Night Out coming up real soon. Solo in the City with Cheryl Besmer on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. Hi, everybody. Cheryl Besner, your love coach and your matchmaker. And I also want to remind you that I do have a dating site that you can go to on solointhecity.tv where you can meet my like-minded singles just like yourself. Tonight, we are answering your questions here. And Erin Melinda Bocare is here helping me do just that because this is what this show is all about. It's about sharing stories, sharing, you know, community problems, issues, dating dilemmas and getting the answers from moi. And the cool thing is that I like the Ask Cheryl mailbag because people, it's, it's sometimes it's easier to write in than call in because at least you have a bit of difference and a lot of people listening tonight. And we- and tonight was interesting because we were talking um, about Teresa's problem and she yes. wants to get out there and find new ways to start dating again. And uh, her idea was to go dancing, but she's worried about the fact that you get very close and like very tango. intimate. Yeah. Well, and she said she was worried because a friend of hers like or went to a tango class and she felt that it was a little too intimate yes so i want to start with one comment you're talking about tango tango is the one dance where you do go body to body your your bodies are supposed to really fit into each other your legs wrap around each other so it's not about going ballroom dancing or the swing where you do have some kind of physical contact, but tango is the ultimate dance of passion. Little Cirque du Soleil. It, yeah. So, so of course, your friend was was a little bit taken aback if that kind of closeness, you know, is is something that for her takes a little bit of time. And if you're feeling the same way, then Teresa, don't do a tango class. But there are so many other options. As a matter of fact, I'm going to be welcoming onto the show um, in a few weeks a woman by the name of Barbara Lewis, and she actually wrote a blog about it. She happens to be a singer, and after her husband passed away, she started dating again. And this was one of the things she did with a girlfriend. She went out, and they would go to dance classes, all different kinds of dance classes. And they met a lot of different people, very interesting people. And the beauty of dance classes, you are also not only learning something which challenges your mind and meeting new people, you're actually, you know, part of of it is your exercise like you're you're working out your heart literally on so many different levels so i think uh teresa you gotta go dance yeah and you know try try swing try something that doesn't involve full body contact and uh don't forget if you want to get in touch with cheryl you can email her you can call her yeah and you can also call me at 844-744-SOLO and by the way if you sign up on solo in the city's website you get a chance to win our date night out and that's coming up very soon we're going to tell you who won date night out to maestro sivu play this week and uh you also get 15 minutes free consultation with me so we do a little bit of coaching and uh, see where it is that I can help you unstick 
Zuck, some of your dating dilemmas, and that's again what we're doing here tonight on Solo in the City on CJAD 800. We are addressing your dating dilemmas, and people wrote into me. Um, I even got one by text, by the way, Era. Okay. Yeah. Um, this one was uh, from a gentleman. I'm just going to use the, word, the letter M. Okay. He said, I'm in a domestic partnership with somebody. I would like to move on and have a female friend who's interested in starting a friendship leading into a relationship. I'm not happy with the situation in my life. And by the way, it also includes a child. Oh. Yeah. So interesting here is I I just want to read the beginning of his text again. It says, I'm in a domestic partnership. That is not very romantic. Not at all. It does not sound like a loving courtship which Mm -mm. is especially if it's something fairly new that it should still be feeling in the dating the dating phase and everything so that's really a big red light flashing for me just the fact that you're calling it a business you know a a partnership that's very business-like right now there's the other thing is there's two ways to look at this one of them is if you really want to move on with this other woman, you have to end this one first. Mm-hmm. You have to end it right. You have to end it honestly, especially that there's a child involved because you're, you're going to hope, uh, I would hope for you, that it will end amicably, okay? And she might be hurt, but at least it's not through starting something else. And the second part to that is the other person that's involved. The other person that you might want to connect with and might have a relationship with, because right now you don't know, it's, it's just a, a possibility, you know, it takes a lot to make a relationship. You're showing them that you're willing to step out of the relationship before something's over, which means you could also do the same to them. And Absolutely. I know if it was me, I wouldn't want to date a man who started to date me before he finished the last relationship that he was in. Good advice. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to say I really think that uh, you have to end one thing before you go, but also um, do some serious, serious soul searching. Make sure that it's not just boredom. Make sure that it's not something just fresh that you want because monogamy is a choice. And if you do want to live a monogamous life, it's a choice you're going to make because it's not a natural part of people that's just not who you know how we were born and how we we live our lives and it's a long time so just take a little bit of reflection time check out your your soul here and make sure that it's the person in the relationship and not just the fact that you're tired of this one and it's next okay Uh, We have another text here, and this is from Albert. And Albert says that he has Asperger's syndrome, which is uh, on the autism spectrum. And uh, he said he has a good job. He's graduated. uh, And to to help him improve his social skills, he recently joined a gym. However, he says there's a girl that really likes him, and she's approaching him. And he's asking you this question. Um, He's nervous about his ability to understand nonverbal communication Mm -hmm. because that is an issue. Yeah, 100%. And he said like things like hand gestures and eye movement, uh, not taking everything literally stressful. So he's asking you this. How should I approach asking her out? Do you think I should tell her about my Asperger's when I'm asking her out or wait, let's say, till she says yes, 
till we're on the first date. And this is from Albert. Uh, Albert, you know what? You're saying that you're already um, communicating with her. She's already showing interest. Ask her out. You know, we don't, when we ask somebody out, we don't have to give them our entire history. She might even be picking up on certain things because, you know, you, you might be giving certain signals. And sometimes with people with Asperger's like yourself, other people do pick it up. And if you're going to end up with an, in a relationship with somebody, that person is going to be a very insightful person. That person is going to be somebody who has compassion and patience. And, and because these are all part of a, a, a relationship and they'll want to take the time to know how to love you and and to know when it is that you're giving certain signals. So ask her out. If she says yes, go out, enjoy. And then, yes, you can tell her. And it is something that you're going to want to share because you should be proud of who you are. And, and you're, you're living a full life. You can live a complete, beautiful full life with a partner. So you'll tell her. I dated a gentleman on the autism spectrum, and he was a spectacular man. He was a pilot, he was a doctor, and an astronaut. And I got to tell you, attention to detail, totally sweet, and the most wonderful thing. So, Albert, do not be shy. That's ask, right. please, my friend. Ask, and ask, and then go, and then yes, be honest, because this is part of who you are, and somebody's going to love all of you. Albert. And the one thing is, you know, people with Asperger's, like you said, you dated somebody, you know, they're very focused, which is a very appealing thing also to a yeah. woman. Yeah. So you got to look at the bright side. Coming up, we are going to tell you who won date night out at Maestro Sivupla and uh, going to tell you where you can possibly go next week when we draw. And I also have a special invitation to extend to everybody on how you can become your own matchmaker. And I'm going to tell you how to do it so you can do what I do for yourself. All coming up on Solo in the City on CJAD 800. You're listening to Solo in the City with Cheryl Vesner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. We are talking tonight about your dating dilemma questions and answers. Don't forget, I have a hotline, or as I like to say, the love line. It's 844-744-SOLO, and I am always here to answer your questions. And you can also reach out to me through Solo in the City or a direct email, info at solointhecity.tv. Tonight, I'm welcoming as the last year has been so much fun when Era Melinda Bocare has joined me several times, and Wee. I'm excited for you to be back here with me. It's almost like our one-year anniversary when we met, actually, yeah. right? Well, just we, a little bit past. Just a little bit past, and uh, I got to tell you, one of my favorite parts of the show is is the Ask Cheryl, when people write in with their, with their issues, because, you know, it's great to have a sounding board. I got a text here from a gentleman called Marco, who used to be married, but he realized after, actually, a, he and his wife were together for a long time, but he realized he was gay. Now, the marriage ended. And uh, he started dating Ted, and it's a great experience. He feels it like it's a soulmate. But here is Ted is his issue. He says his brother and sister and friends are great, but now he wants to introduce Ted to mom and dad because he's already met Ted's parents. 
But to quote Marco, I'm really afraid that they will A, freak out, and B, reject me. What is the best way to go about what is going to be, at the very least, an awkward first meeting? And this is Marco. Okay, so one thing, Era, I'm not 100% sure if Marco has even mentioned it or brought up the subject at all to his parents. So, because it doesn't it, really it, say no, that. No, he, he hasn't said yeah, it, it at it, all. It doesn't sound like he said it at all. Okay, so they are going to, I'm sure, be shocked. Right. Okay, unless somebody else has told them, um, maybe one of your, your siblings has told them just to brief them and they're waiting for you to approach them. Probably not. The first thing is... You have to go to them first. You have to have a private conversation without Ted. without Ted. And give them time. Freak out? I don't know. I mean, in this day and age, parents don't necessarily freak out. And, you know, you're, you're not... You're not a 20-year-old or a 30-year-old that they are just being introduced to this for, for the first time. You have to sit down and you have to have a heart-to-heart with them. And I would suggest doing it with both of them together because maybe one will be also more supportive than the other and, and help coach the other person through it. And then you have to tell them that you do have somebody in your life and you would like them to meet them. Yeah. Uh, to meet Ted. And and then you'll make an arrangement, but give them time. And and you know what? You might be surprised, you know. They, they might just say, you know what? We just want you happy. And and I'm hoping that that's what's going to happen. And that is what's happening more and more. Like they said, they might be a little shocked. Yeah. But freak out? No. Reject you? No. I don't think so. I don't think oh, so. I don't think so. You know, you seem like you're a, a nice, loving man. And... Um, your friends are supportive, and uh, I'm sure your parents will be too. But you have to do it first, then bring Ted in. Good luck, Marco. Good luck, Marco. Um, I think it's going to be fine. I, yeah. I don't think he needs luck. I think he needs just to go out in there and do it. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. We are talking about your dating dilemmas and your questions with my answers here on Solo in the City on CJD 800. I love this era. I, you know, I, I get calls all week long from people. And uh, one of my favorite things also is when people do register for their, uh, for their chance to win date night out, they actually do get 15 minutes. And I love that because we can really cover a lot of, of issues in those 15 minutes. It's quite surprising, actually. Well, you're a great dating coach, and I'm, oh, well, you know, thank you, I no, seriously, I've I've learned so much from you, and I think, you know, I I think that everybody needs somebody to talk to, and dating is, is is a is a difficult thing to navigate. Uh, Selena is finding that difficult right now. Another uh, listener says that she had a bad last relationship uh, because the guy didn't turn out to be what she was hoping he was going to be. He was, as she says, very controlling and a cold man. So her issue is trust, and she's afraid that people are going to change once you make the commitment. No, they don't change necessarily once you made, make a commitment. Listen, Selena, there's no guarantees in life. There's no guarantees oh. that the person you meet or that you're in a relationship with is not... You know, in it, you know, whether he's a narcissist or whatever, you, you have no guarantees. But here's the word trust, and right. you keep using the word trust. Here's who you have to trust. You have to trust yourself. And it doesn't seem like you're trusting yourself in this. And the fact that you've had a conversation with him saying that, you know, you don't necessarily trust that he is who he is, can be very hurtful to the other person um, as well. I would like to suggest something, Selena. 
I would like to suggest that, you know, he's mentioned in it that you, he wants to consider moving in together. Tell him you just need a little bit more time yeah. for you and that you love him and that you realize that you still have some healing to do from that last one. And then go out and finish that healing. I would like to also suggest that you consider going online and getting um, Katie Byron. And she has a book and it's also a book work book that you do. And I think she would really be a great help for you in that healing. Era, I, I, I want to like go on and on with this, but I have, I, some, I have some other news that I want to share okay. with people b- before we have to wind up. So coming up on May 14th, I want to help people become their own matchmaker. So I'm going to be hosting a master workshop. It's a four-step master workshop and what I've done is I've just you know put together this signature program and we're going to be hosting this at Avanti Le Spa on Dakari May 14th it's a day event from 10 till 3 lunch is going to be included by the hangout and we're also going to raise a glass of champagne by the Colin Naki group at the end to celebrate the fact that each one of us holds it within ourselves to become the master of our own destiny. And sometimes you just need to know how to do it. So that's what this workshop is going to be all about. And um, it's going to be a lot of fun also because I have two great people joining me from Montreal. It's going to be Scarlett James, uh, who's going to give us a little bit of insight into discovering our sensuality. And as well, Rachel Schultz Cosmetics is going to be teaching us the three-minute makeover. And I also have two people coming in from New York. They are the love listeners. So this is going to be a great event. You can register on Eventbrite or find it on Solo in the City's Facebook page or Cheryl Besner's page and register now. Seats are limited. I'm only bringing in 12 people for this event. So, oh, do it now. Do it, do, do it, it, do it, it now. do it, do it, do it. Now, this week's uh, winner for date night out is, drumroll please, <laughs> Howard Scott. Howard Scott, you are going date night out to Maestro Sivuplet mm. on St. Laurent. It is a great restaurant, oysters and fish, and not just one or two oysters. You have like a, a, a litany of choices of 25 different oysters usually and next week's date night out that you can win by going on to solo in the city.tv put in your name and your email address and next week you are going to be off to look cartel if you are the winner sweet sweet remember please always send in your questions era thank you so much for helping me tonight read all the questions from all of you and I uh, also want to say thank you to Fernando and uh, Ramona, who does all the social media and keeps all of us going. So remember, in the meantime, till next week, keep it simply social because we all know it's, it's all, all about, about the, the kiss. Kiss. <laughs> <laughs> Kisses to everybody. Good night. Mwah.